Welcome back, everyone, for the third episode of Trippy Education. Training responsibly and preparing psychedelic-induced experiences. Our third episode today will be another Salvia Divinorum trip report. I enjoy articulating my trip reports for others to hear for many reasons. It allows me to verbally ground these experiences as well as to put them into the collective mind of everyone listening. Another important reason is to educate those who are psychedelic naive, meaning anyone who has never underwent a psychedelic or entheogenic experience. I also create these specific episodes to aid other intrepid psychonauts in navigating these uncharted areas of consciousness. The word psychedelic translates to mind manifesting. If you take this seriously, when one undergoes a psychedelic experience, one beholds their mind. The mind manifests in front of oneself. If you are planning on undergoing this experience, prepare, plan, let go, and integrate. More episodes in the future will encompass ways in which to prepare, plan, and integrate various psychedelic and entheogenic experiences. Today, however, again, I will describe an intense Salvia Divinorum experience. I hope you enjoy. This Salvia Divinorum experience is titled Disneyscape. It occurred on November 28th, 2015. The time was 11.50 p.m. at night until 12.20 a.m. The setting was my room alone. The dose was 140x smoked out of a bong. Oh my god, I'm in it with them. It's in the air. Air. In the moment. It's right there. It's antecedent to that. It's an experience. 12 a.m. I'm in my room. (laughs) That's an experience. That reality is an experience one can have. You go to that thing. You are experiencing experience in another form. I realized I was in this form and thought it as no big deal. I talked very loudly out loud to the people there. It was a funny situation I was in. I realized it too. So I was trying to communicate with these people, but what came out of my mouth was loud noises. I don't think were words. Glossolalia. I noticed as I was coming back I was witnessing the viewpoint of an old fence in an old Disney movie I have seen or an old childhood movie I have seen.
but the viewpoint and perspective of the fence was the grass near the bottom of the fence. I was like ant size. I had to keep trying to reassure myself, saying I'm going to come back, so stop yelling. I realized I was talking very loudly in this space, and was like, Mom will hear this in my real body. Be quiet for now until I come back. This is my thought process at the time of unfolding from this colorful, patterned, symmetrical, inhabited place. There was a situation going on that I was caught up in. A friendly, urgent situation that was occurring. I understood it and was using my own awareness of the situation to try and have an input. So I tried to talk and it came out as loud noise. So I couldn't talk. 12.10 a.m. That was incredible. It's an experience. Like an experience going to a high school football game. Not the actual teams or anything like that, but the actual physical and mental experience one undergoes when moving their physical body through space to a football game. That, ex that whole experience is essentially an experience. Salvia is an experience. It can't be bought or told in words. For one to understand space, you need to go into space. For one to understand the Yankees, you need to go to a Yankees game. For one to understand soccer, you need to go and experience a soccer game or play it oneself. These experiences are everything. Everything is experience when you get down to it. Every moment of eternity, which is this moment. There is only one moment and it is always experience. That's mind-boggling and mind-expanding information. I can't explain where I was on Salvia because it was an experience. This type of experience is extremely and prodigiously hard to describe in English. I'll pull my hair out trying to put that experience into such a low download as three-dimensional language. That experience is somewhat at a higher download or higher dimension, literally. The experience on its own is priceless and unique. But I need to realize I'm cracking into something that is always present. I'm just using a tool or key, salvia divinorum to open that door that has been closed and I'm peeking through. Some people have peeked longer than others. What you see, you cannot unsee. That's the heavy, loving burden psychonauts possess. There is something no one can understand, which makes you realize we don't know anything about anything we may have great theories and fancy words for those theories and things to back them up with but we are left with the unsaid the ineffable 
the things that's drawing us closer to that transcendental object we can't quite talk about because we don't know how to. We know it's there, whether unconsciously or consciously. Either way, something is coming. And those who are brave enough to see it face to face will be the true ones to know. Really know. Once we know it's there, we don't fear it because we don't know what it is until it's right in our faces. In the psychedelic experience, you see it. If you stick your courage up and watch, you see the transcendental object at the end of time. This place is so familiar, but yet so intensely peculiar. It's like I have been there before and know the terrain when I'm there. How can something be so familiar and comfortable, but I have not encountered this place in 22 years? Only on sojourns every time I smoke salvia. It's real. It's a place. It's connected. There are people there. Was this a place I was before I was born? Is this just an extremely primitive part of my brain being unlocked that is not supposed to be seen by any living organism or in a lifetime? Am I tapping into the consciousness of, say, the claustrum within the brain? The salvia space sure does have this moment-to-moment feel. It's always there if I can tap into it. It can come through just by me going into my central nervous system and feeling my way through, using interoception. This could be why it is so familiar. I have it. It's in me. It's always been there, but I guess when I was born, as I grew up, the door to it was shut and locked away with a sign on it saying, Do not enter. But I entered, and I found out that it's just me. I found a part of me that was wiped from the dashboard of consciousness. Now that I have the information that this is me, I feel more upgraded, more complete in my being. Now to find out where is this information coming from. It's in me, but these images, am I, pro- am I not producing, or am I? I want to go over and reiterate a few things from this trip. What you see, you cannot unsee. This phrase we need to remember when we plan on undergoing a psychedelic experience. I do not want to stray anybody from undergoing their own psychedelic and transformative experience. However, I do not want to promote these substances 
as magic bullets. Um, this phrase is a precautionary warning for anyone who plans a psychedelic experience. When not planned properly, when not done in a safe set and setting, when not done at a reasonable dose, and when not done with a clear intention, these experiences can be traumatic in and of themselves. They are intense, they are profound. Only the individual can make the choice to endeavor in psychedelics. So I just reiterate, plan, prepare, let go, and integrate. This transcendental object I mentioned in the trip is a phrase I took from the late Terence McKenna. What it meant to me at the time of this experience, which was in 2015, was that it felt as though the psychedelic experience was providing me with information that something grand was in the future. Something grand was on its way. I realize now that that something grand was life. That something grand was being in the moment. I was growing up. I was 22 years old. Learning, starting to learn how to be an adult. I'm 25 now. That transcendental transcendental object was my process in understanding that life is in the moment. This may be the experience of a psychedelic, may be physical neural networks being unlocked, turned on or off. However, the experience still has meaning to it. Whatever one sees on a psychedelic is you, is me. It is your mind being manifested in front of you. Take that experience seriously. Do not necessarily try and understand what you are seeing in a way, however. This has the potential to throw you down the rabbit hole. If you are game for that journey, jump away. However, the more I grow up while judiciously using these psychedelic medicines, I find the actual scenes one witnesses are extremely hard to pinpoint and ground in language and in our normal waking consciousness. If one takes a step back in trying to understand what they are seeing, 
while on a psychedelic, they can see what is the psychedelic doing. It's showing you that there are various modes of consciousness. It dissolves the boundary of this normal waking mode of consciousness and shows you that there are more that the mode you were in prior to the trip is only one mode the psychedelic is another mode it gives you the gift of unlocking us from static thought patterns or modes that we cannot get out of by ourselves this is how these psychedelics have tremendous therapeutic potential for depression, anxiety, addiction, obsessive-compulsive disorder, and post-traumatic stress disorder. These medicines allow us to embody the fact that our beliefs about reality or the world in which we see, we feel, and we experience is profoundly limited. We are so much more than what we think we are. Remember that. You are so much more than who you think you are. Thank you for everyone who has listened to this episode on Trippy Education. I plan on different episodes in the future more trip reports but also more episodes on how to plan and prepare for a psychedelic endeavor um also how to navigate during psychedelic experiences and how to integrate back into the world after an intense psychedelic experience I really appreciate everybody on here who has listened, and I will see you in the future. Thank you.